Hello, my name is Louise and I am a grad student at in the archaeology program at Colorado State University and I want to tell you a little bit about the story of the council tree. This is a story about the northern Arapaho gathering space in the Cachalapooter Valley in what is now Fort Collins, Colorado, but more broadly this is a story about community and about the importance of space. Before we can get to the council tree, let's first set the stage of what Colorado was like before early Euro-Americans settled here in the mid-1800s. People have been living on these lands for at least the last 13,000 years. The Front Range of Colorado has long been a top choice to move to because of its wealth of resources, like wild game, fertile land, and abundance of water. An archaeological site called Lindenmeyer, just north of modern Fort Collins, has some of the earliest evidence in North America of indigenous people. They were hunting bison and using stone tools like spear points and scrapers. But occupation of what is now northern Colorado did not end 13,000 years ago, and then start up again when miners moved to the territory. It's long been occupied. Oral histories from leaders and elders of the Northern Arapaho tell us that indigenous people have utilized the Kashlapuda River and surrounding valley for thousands of years for clan gathering, ceremonies, and collecting food. So we know that the Kashlapuda River and its valley have been important locations for indigenous people for thousands of years. From down in the river valley, the iconic horsetooth rock on top of the foothills is seen far and wide. When elements of the landscape are so recognizable from far away, it makes the place easy to remember, easy to return to, and easy to hold on to. The Kashlapuda River Valley becomes important to indigenous groups in the region because of its abundance of resources, but also because of its visibility in the foothills that rise out of the flat plains in the east. The council tree, the focus of this episode, grew in this river valley. On the banks of the Kashlapuda stood a 120-foot-tall cottonwood tree for over 100 years. 100 years, 120 feet tall. Imagine the impact of that kind of tree when the land is flat like the plains and there are no multi-story buildings yet to hide it. This massive tree is said to have stood alone on the sandy banks of the Kashlapuda River. And surrounding this tree, the northern Arapaho, well, held council, the council tree. Holding council meant holding gatherings for all 13 bands of the Arapaho Nation. It meant gathering food from the valley, hunting the plentiful game, like the deer and elk that we still see in our green spaces in Fort Collins today. Fishing in the Kashlapuda River, holding ceremonies and meeting with other indigenous nations in the area. The council tree, or rather the area it was the landmark of, became sacred to the northern Arapaho. Much of what we know about the council tree comes from the mid-1800s. Documents written by new Euro-American settlers to Colorado. To these new settlers, council tree was the place where the northern Arapaho lived and where they met with these inhabitants of the land they were taking. The man early Fort, Con the man early Fort Collins settlers talked to was Warshunin, later known as Chief Friday. Warshunin was the English name given to Chief Friday by the settlers, and this is the name that stuck as far as historical documents and local lore are concerned. He was not a chief, but rather a leader of a local band of Northern Arapaho, now the reputation of a peacekeeper. This is because he was educated in a white school in St. Louis early in his life, spoke English, and was an interpreter between indigenous people and the settlers. He and his people lived near Fort Collins, near the council tree, until the late 1860s and early 1870s, when they were forcibly removed from their lands and moved to the Wind, Res Wind River Reservation northern Wyoming, over 300 miles away. Like the name Chief Friday, the council tree's name comes from Euro-American settlers and not from the northern Arapaho. Almost all historical documents in the archives or in the books on the council tree are written by these early settlers or draw heavily upon their accounts. Settlers saw the northern Arapaho gathering and inviting other indigenous stations to their ceremonies and called it the council tree. So the name comes from the settler accounts and not from the people who are deeply tied to the land. So what becomes of this cotton tree when People who use it as a landmark, as a meeting spot, are forced out. Does it just sit, ignored, or does it take on new life, a new meaning? The answer isn't simple. While the Northern Arapaho no longer live in Fort Collins or even nearby, the Kashlapuda River Valley and the Council Tree are still important spaces to them. 
elders and leaders of the Northern Arapaho still speak of the deep ties they feel to the area of Council Tree. Crawford White Eagle, the pipe holder for the Northern Arapaho, tells us that, quote, we all gathered at our council, different bands, even different tribes, mainly the Sioux and the Cheyenne. And William Hubert Friday, great-grandson and descendant of Chief Friday, describes Council Tree's significance to him as, quote, this was our homeland a long time ago, you know? And when I come down here, it feels like home, but it was. To me, this is our home. We were forced out, but it was home, end quote. Today, the council tree is gone. It died and was removed sometime in the late 1940s or early 50s. The documents are clear. There was a movement in the early 1990s to find the correct location of the tree, it having been lost to the decades and removal of those who used it. Louis Trio, founder of the Native American service organization called Nightwalker Enterprises, helped identify four tribal elders at Wind River Reservation to guide the city of Fort Collins in this effort. What came of this movement was the creation of the Poudre Heritage Area in Fort Collins. In 1994, 50 people gathered for a blessing of the ground on which the council tree stood. Arapaho ceremonial men led the group in this commemoration. In the last year, the Poudre Heritage Area has published a series of videos with tribal elders like Crawford White Eagle and William Hubert Friday telling their story in the history of the Northern Arapaho in their own voices. In one of these videos, Crawford White leaves us with this quote, Places like this should be remembered, not only for the tribe, but for our younger people. The community built around the council tree isn't gone. It persists today. Thank you for listening to this discussion of the council tree and the Northern Arapaho history in our town of Fort